I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello there, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Working Conversations. Life at work is funny and odd and quirky sometimes, isn't it? The strangest things happen. Sometimes people make a big deal out of things that the rest of us never even notice. We are humans, and so are the people we work with. And as you may know, humans are unpredictable, inconsistent, and totally idiosyncratic. Our behavior does not always follow predictable patterns. Sometimes, even the people who command the most respect and have excellent reputations in our organizations behave in ways that are totally puzzling and confusing. Today on the podcast, we're talking about that exact phenomenon. A distant friend of mine accidentally found herself in what could have been a total minefield of political nonsense at work, but she handled it brilliantly and authentically. So she didn't find herself in a minefield. And her story is one that we can all learn something from. So here's what happened. Anne is the office manager in a medical practice. And these doctors that she works with are expert surgeons in a specialty practice, which I won't mention. As the office manager, Anne oversees the work of a number of medical secretaries who work for those doctors. She frequently sends emails to the doctors, their secretaries, and and the nurses who work in their practice. And she told me this story. One day recently, I sent an email informing all the doctors and nurses and their secretaries of some time off I'm going to be taking. A few minutes later, one of the surgeons, Dr. Kimball, calls me on the phone in a worried tone. He wanted to know why I always listed him last in group emails. (laughs) I was shocked. I told him I didn't know why, but that it wasn't personal. He told me rather plaintively that he just wants to be first once in a while. So I told him the next time I send a group email, I would absolutely make him first. After we got off the phone, I thought about it. I actually like Dr. Kimball the best in the whole practice. So it's not a slight at all. And then I realized when I write an email, I mentally walk through my office and fill in, fill in the names as I pass by their offices. And Dr. Kimball's office is the last one at the end of the hall. I later told him this and he was so relieved. He said he's been noticing it for months. So that was Anne's story as she told me. Now, from an organizational dynamics standpoint, there are many ways we can interpret Dr. Kimball's behavior. Perhaps he has self-esteem issues and he needs reassurance, or maybe you think he's being childish and immature. Maybe you think he's got too much time on his hands or he needs to be appreciated more. Or you might take a different tack at it and you might say good for him for having the courage to mention it if it's something that's important to him. But let's take a closer look at what's really going on here. Now, I do happen to think that Anne handled it beautifully. 
Dr. Kimball was brave and courageous in bringing up something that was bothering him. And frankly, if he didn't trust and respect Anne, he probably would have kept that to himself and probably resented her. Now, Anne was honest in her response to his question, and she didn't get defensive, which tells me that she also has a trusting and respectful relationship with Dr. Kimball. But let's take a walk in Dr. Kimball's shoes for a moment. We don't know the experiences in his world that made him into a person who cares about this, because frankly, some people don't care about this sort of thing. We don't know if he was always picked last for sports when he was a kid. We don't know if he was the youngest child in his family and was always listed last on everything growing up or perhaps forgotten about altogether because he was at the end of the list. We have no way of knowing any of that. But what we do know now is that it's important to him to not be listed last every time. And then he wants to be listed first once in a while. And that, my friends, is something that Anne could do something about. And that's something that each one of us can do for the Dr. Kimballs in our life. But let's not leave it just at that. Let's dive a little bit deeper. When you get right down to it, what is Anne's job? Or what is your job? If you manage people or an office or collaborate across different teams, (laughs) or if you happen to work with other human beings, your job is creating experiences. Your job is connecting with people, building relationships, and influencing them to do the things you want and need them to do. All experiences. Now, that may not be the job you thought you had, but that's the job that you've got, and that's the job that Anne's got. It all comes down to experience. We often think that what we write, what we say, and our nonverbals are what matter when it relates to communication and relationships. But every gesture no matter how small or how grand, creates meaning. Even where you are placed on the email distribution list as a surgeon with an incredibly specific specialty, he's human. You see, we humans are all meaning-making creatures. We make meaning out of everything. What someone says, what someone does, what someone doesn't say, what someone doesn't do. I'm sure you can think of a time when somebody didn't do something that you wanted them to do and you made it mean something. You see, it all communicates. The lesson I want you to take away from Anne's story and her experience with Dr. Kimball and today's podcast is that every single thing you do is creating an experience for someone. Now you might say, oh no, Janelle, that's just not the case. What if I'm alone and no one else is even there? That's not creating an experience for anyone. (laughs) Well, my answer to you is this, my friend. Sometimes that someone is you. How you treat yourself is perhaps even more important than how you treat others. In fact, that's so important that I'll do a future episode of the podcast just on that. But for now, let's get back to Dr. Kimball. I'm sure in very practical terms, some of my listeners want to know what to do to prevent something like this from happening if they are in Anne's shoes. Well, for the pragmatists out there, here are a few ideas. First, list people alphabetically by last name every single time. Or you might even go so far as to create a distribution list that has everyone listed alphabetically. Or you could mix it up and go in random order with each email. 
but always know how many people should be on the list so that you don't forget anyone as you're mixing them up in random order. And doing any one of those things would be a great application of Benjamin Franklin's prescription when he says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Well, at least that's who I always see that quote attributed to, Benjamin Franklin. Now, for Anne and Dr. Kimball, the cure was pretty quick because they had a strong and trusting relationship to begin with. But that's not always the case with our workplace relationships. In order to make sure we're not inadvertently slighting somebody by putting them last on the list or putting them in the middle of the list every time or any other little thing, it doesn't have to just be the distribution list on the emails at work, who we say good morning to, who we say hello to, and in this time of COVID, who we pick up the phone and actually make a phone call to. To mitigate against some of this, we do need to slow down. We need to take an extra beat and think carefully about what we're doing and not just be on autopilot with everything we're doing. We do need to think about how we are creating experiences and how they land with other people. Reminds me a little bit of last year when my youngest son was on a basketball team. So he and a bunch of other nine-year-olds are racing up and down the court with the ball, oftentimes uh, tripping over the ball or each other and so forth. And the coach always told them to slow down, to speed up. Because when they slowed down and took their time and dribbled carefully down the court, they could pass to one another. They could line up a shot. They could even go in for a layup. So many times we do need to slow down in order to speed up. And when we slow down, we can pay more careful attention to those little things that we're doing that do have a profound effect on others and create the experiences that they are living into. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. And if something like this should happen to you anyway, channel my friend Anne. Handle it like she did, without getting defensive or frustrated or being unkind. Be yourself. Speak your truth, just like she did. Well, unless you really don't like Dr. Kimball, and that's why you always put him last. (laughs) But as you go through your week, I want you to remember that you are having a significant impact on the others around you, even when you don't realize it. Each little thing you do communicates. It creates an experience that other people are living in. The little things that you do tell people if they're important or not, if you care about them or not if you're listening to them or not. So be there for them. Be dialed in to the big things and the little things. You see, life is made up of moments like Dr. Kimball experiences when he reads Anne's emails and he sees himself at the end of the distribution list. 
And the same is true for you. Little things that other people do have a dramatic impact on you. Now, of course, not all of them, and not all of us are going to react like Dr. Kimball did. But you're also Anne. Even when you're having a bad day, or you're not feeling your best, or you're in a hurry, or you're distracted. In those moments, when we're not thinking about the impact of putting someone last on a distribution list, or thinking about the impact of a conversation on a relationship, then too, we are creating an experience for other people. Because people are absolutely going to remember how you made them feel. It's how you react in little moments over time that accounts for who you are in the eyes of others. Your reputation as a manager, as a colleague, as a friend or a spouse or a parent. It's made up of all these little moments that may seem trivial at the time. When those little moments consistently demonstrate that you are someone who cares and is sensitive to the needs of others, it will come back to you in the best possible way. All right, my friends, that's it for this week, short and sweet. If Anne's story was relatable, please share this episode with a friend who you think would appreciate it. I certainly would appreciate if you do. I'll meet you right back here next week for another episode. And until then, pay some extra attention to the little things. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.